Is podcast time. Hey everybody, how's it doing? Welcome back to Thoughtfully Absent-Minded. I can't remember what number this is. It's a number, that's for sure. Um, The first thing I'm going to talk about today is, uh, I don't know why, but I was trying to find... Uh, embarrassing fan fiction to read because I couldn't come up with anything else to speak about. And in the in the interim, in the uh, in the fucking time between times, <laughs> the the time where I was trying to stall, I found a book that I was told to read, or I guess I chose actually to read. In my a world literature course that I took at community college, this was uh, world literature two. Uh, there were two world literature classes, and I took the second one because the professor was running the second one the first semester and the first one the next semester, and then he was going to run the second one the other semester. I guess I just jumped in the cycle too late. Um, I got a D in that class, I think. Maybe I got a C. I think I got a C in that one. Um, it was one of those classes where there weren't very many of us, and the professor knew that I wasn't trying. Um, which probably made him mad. Um, and I deserved the the bad grade that I got. I deserved the even worse grade that I got the next time around. Because it was, he, I already had him for the first class, and I already kind of made this impression of, like, I didn't give as much of a shit as I should have, and then I got a bad grade, and then I came back for more and did just as bad and gave him just as much not enough effort, right? So... He was definitely upset with me. But the main thing I want to talk about here um, is the book that I chose to read. We were tasked with books. Um, we studied the different eras, um, the different uh, ages, like the Renaissance Age, um, the Roman, the Enlightenment, Age of Enlightenment, Age of uh, Romanticism, uh, uh, the other... Th- it's basically just like the ways of thought. The way that he approached it was, you know, history is a study of dates and times and events, um, and literature is a study of sociology, the the minds, the psychological viewpoints of the people who lived in that era. Because um, that was the that was just what it is. It's like this, this these are the things that people in those time periods wrote. Let's talk about them. Let's talk about why they wrote about them. Let's talk about the world around the time. It's more of a sociological, psychological view of history and less of actual history, learning about people and dates and reasons. Um, It's more a study of thought, which was really interesting to me. I like that approach. But the book that I picked, so what we did is we, uh, we were given a list of books to pick from, 
and um, he himself was a fond lover of Russian literature because he liked really dark stuff, really thick, muddy stuff you had to wade through when it came to reading. Um, and one of the books that I picked from the list of books that we could choose from was The Brothers Karamazov by... Fyodor Dostoevsky. Bet you heard that Dostoevsky before. Uh, never, not sure if you heard his first name, Fyodor. Don't know if I'm pronouncing that the right or if it's Fyodor. I don't fucking know. It's Russian. But the novel itself is about 776 pages long, which for me, who bars a lot? That's a lot of, that's a lot of pages. Um, and they're not in, really in chapters. Um... Like, there are chapters, but they're segmented into uh, part one, book one and book two, book three, uh, part two, book four, book five, book six, uh, part three, book seven, book eight, you know, a lot, a lot, and I'm not going to total those up. Um, I don't know how exactly the way that it was written, but the main thing I'm going to talk about here today is I, I didn't read all of it which I was supposed to, and I had basically the whole semester to do, and I was a lazy piece of shit, and I didn't. Um, so it's my fault. Um, and I still wrote a fucking, uh, like, uh, paper about it, an essay about it, and it was real bad, and I think the, uh, the teacher knew what I had personally read, and then the stuff that I totally just ripped, I didn't rip, but I I just read the summaries of the chapters on, like, Sparknotes or some stupid website like that, and he probably knew, which is why he gave it a bad grade, (laughs) because he knows this novel, um, but the biggest, one of the biggest things about it that was really fucking dumb is how in every Russian, in Russian novels, Everyone has, like, a million different fucking names for the same goddamn person, right? Um, And the names are really confusing. Like, you have... You have, like, the surname, and then... It it gives you a summary here. It gives you a list. In the beginning of this book, the translation that I have, it gives you a list of all of the characters, and then all of the names that the character is called throughout the book. Because you will have one character in one chapter called two to three different names within that chapter, and you're just like, what the fuck? Who are all these fucking people? I don't understand. So they gave you a nice little outline here at the beginning to explain to the dumb people like myself. (laughs) Um... And it even gives you a thing. The following list comprises the names of the novel's main characters, with variants and pronunciation. Russian names are comprised of the first name, uh, patronymic, from the father's first name, and the family name. Uh, formal address requires the use of first name and patronymic. Diminutives are commonly used. Um, uh, commonly used among family and friends and are, for the most part, endearing, but in, circum- in certain blunt forms, uh, Katka, Mitka, Eloshka, Rakitka, can be insulting and dismissive. Stressed syllables include, in- indicated by italics, and be the, the Z in Karamazov is pronounced like the Z in Zoo, Karamazov. Karamazov. Karamaz- 
Karamazov. Uh, not like the Z and Mozart. The Z and Zoo and Mozart. It's still a Z. I don't understand. You don't pronounce those Zs differently. Anyways, moving on. So the father is named Theodore Pavlovich um, of the family. Karamazov. Karamazov is the last name. And the, so the second name all of his sons have is a combination of his first name and whatever the fuck the second name is. So you've got Theodore Pavlovich, his son, Dmitry Fyodorovich, who is also called Mitya, Mishka, Metinka, Mitri Fyodorovich, and I, I structured that sentence to make it sound like it was, um, uh, there was going to be another one, but there wasn't, because <laughs> I thought those were going to be two different names. Oops. Um, but then you've got Ivan Fyodorovich, who is also called Vanya, Vodka, and Venechka. And then, with the most fucking names ever, is Alexei Fyodorovich, who is called Iloshka. Uh, oh, no, it's called Ilosha, Iloshka, Aloshenka, Aloshenchka, because there's a C-H and a K-A after that. Um, Elexichik, Losha, and Loshenka. Um, and there are only a few other people that have multiple names. You have uh, Pavel Fyodorovich, or sorry, Smerdyakov, Smerdyakov, Pavel Fyodorovich. Uh, and then you have, uh, Svetlov Agrafena Alexandrovna, who is Grushenka, Grusha, and Grushka. Like, I'm just so confused by all of these names, and they're called different things, and it's just real Dumb. But the story of Brothers Karamazov is actually kind of fascinating, and I probably should read it because I own the book now, because I had to own the book to read read it for the thing. So I should probably read it because the actual story is kind of interesting. How there's this rich, there's this guy who inherits this land, and he doesn't want it, I think, and so he leaves town for a long time, and he has like three sons, three sons or four sons. Fuck, I just read all the names. I should know. List the characters. Where are you, baby? Ooh. Let me get some of that action going on. Alright, so they're, they're just... They're four sons. Yeah. And it's all about, like, some of them are religious and some of them aren't. And some of them want to kill their father. One of them goes to kill their father because one of them's an illegitimate son and the father's old. And it's just really fucked up and kind of sad. And I think one of them commits suicide. It's just really dark. Because Russian novels are usually really dark. But it's a really fascinating story. And um, having read the first three or so chapters of it, and then the, the, the footnotes for all the rest of it, I'd recommend it. If you like depressing shit, that's really fucking long. Now we're going to go to my new segment um, that I'm not, don't have a name for. Um, it's, uh, it's called What's, um, what, 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 um, What's Love. How about that? How's that for a name? 
Uh, I'm going to be reading, um, right now, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to be reading a specific fan fiction, but I'm going to be reading erotic or semi-erotic fan fiction off of Wattpad. And this first one, it's got a picture of Paula Dean and a big old stick of butter person called Put It In My, Put It In My Butter. <laughs> um... So I'm going to read you the prologue. The prologue is called Buttery Love. Work had just begun and I couldn't help but desire the want for my butter. Stick Paul. (laughs) Oh, why is it on separate pages? It's different paragraphs. It's supposed to be my butter stick, comma, Paul. But it's just my butter uh, next paragraph, stick Paul. So I'm gonna say that as its own sentence. Stick Paul. I had named him after me since my name was Paula Dean, of course. Oh, how I craved that pastel yellowy goodness. <laughs> the smell, the taste, the largeness. I craved it all. It made me moist thinking about it. I wanted him so bad, but I had to wait till I got home. Finally, I was reunited with my love, Paul. Paul, oh how I missed you, I said as I licked up and down on him, (laughs) lapping up his butteriness like a dog drinking water. The taste of the butter lingered in my mouth. I couldn't help myself from getting moist from that. Oh, make it stop. Make it stop. Oh, my God, man. I couldn't couldn't help myself, so I took another lick at the long, buttery substance. That was it. The moment I've been waiting for all day. The way the butter felt against my tongue. It felt so natural. It was an indescribable feeling. It was like love. A buttery love. Whoo! Boy, was that a wild ride. How much time I got left. Us about it. Um, I'm just gonna read you, that's it. I'm just reading you the prologue today. Um, in case you didn't know, you probably don't, because I didn't tell anybody. Um, any of you who listen, I'm gonna try to be pumping out these twice a week on probably Mondays, and then on Wednesdays, I'm thinking. I feel like that's too much of it. That's, okay, Mondays and Thursdays is what I'm going to try and do twice a week. I'm going to try and stick them to 15 to 20 minute long episodes just because it's easier for people to digest. Um, One of my big things that I have a problem with is when I try to listen to podcasts like at work, um, most of them are over 15 minutes. A lot of them are like 45, and I don't live that life where I have an hour-long break at work. I don't know how many people uh, my age necessarily do. Maybe some do. I don't. So I'm going to try and give you a little bite-sized uh, a little bite-sized podcast a couple times a week. Maybe if people uh, want some more um, 
I'll pump pump it up to three times a week. Um, but right now it's gonna be Monday, Thursday. Um, if you like the show, please share it with your friends. If you listen to it, thank you so much, you beautiful person. I just want to smooch, smooch you on the lips. Mwah! Give you some of my loving. Um, but yeah, if you liked it, please share it with your friends. That'd be awesome if you did. Um, and I'm feeling kind of spicy. No. No, no spice today. We're going to lay down the spice. Yeah. Uh, thanks for stopping by, and I'll see you guys next time. Here's a podcast, Dennis, for you lovely people, and I want you to know that I'm thinking of you. I say some stuff and I lose track of my own thoughts, but it's kind of in the name of the show. It's thoughtfully absent-minded for you and me. Is thoughtfully absent-minded. Come and see. Yeah, come and see. I mean, you don't really see, you listen, but um, uh, you get the idea. Huh? <laughs>